This is the Wayne Ayers Podcast. The Wayne Ayers Podcast. Woohoo! Time to wake your ass up for a blessed day. Go to the conventions. <laughs> I, okay. Oh, there you okay. go. <laughs> you want me to start that over? Here? No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go. Ahead. You good? Okay. <laughs> um. So, um, I I wanted to. Uh, I just started coming out of my little shell and going to some of the exoticas and the conventions. Um. So I'm really excited about that. Um. It's been a lot of fun because it's the first time I've ever got to meet any of my fans. So I'm like, really. I'm really excited about that. You know, like COVID came right as I was starting. So I never really got to meet anyone. So now I'm just really blessed and fortunate that I'm, I'm here and, and out there to see everyone. Um, so I've been to two exoticas now. That's, 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 are you, are you, um, you're from Miami. Are you out of Miami right now too? Uh, yes, I am in Miami right now. Okay. Dope, dope, dope. How is it like in Miami? I haven't been before. And every time I, I like all my friends go and every time they go, like somebody gets arrested and everything. And I was like, you know what? Maybe Miami just, it's a sign Miami is not for me, but like, how's Miami? Like Miami is, oh, it's a melting pot. It is crazy in Miami, but it's a lot of fun. Um, Miami will always be home for me. I'm kind of, I'm from the part of Miami that almost all porn stars seem to have lived in at some point in their lives. So, um, you know, I'm in good company and, uh, for me, it's always home. So, uh, I love coming out here and just the food, the people, the culture, first off, it's hot as hell out here. So pretty much most of us wear practically nothing all day long, (laughs) even, even in the winter, even in the winter. So, um, that's just kind of normal for us out here. Um, Miami is its own beast. You have to come out here and, and visit. It's just, it's a lot of fun. What are like some places I would have to go see if I came out to Miami? Like, you got to go to a heat game. You got to, you got to check out Wynwood. You got to check out, I mean, everybody goes to South Beach, but personally, I think Fort Lauderdale Beach is a lot prettier. Um, uh, you got to check out, uh, I'd say like there's downtown area. I mean, you have to check it all out. Bayside. I mean, I like to do all the touristy things. I'm a nerd. So you'll find me at like museums or at the Ferris wheel or at the park. Like I'm a nerd. That's the, that's the, um, or the zoo. The thing, <laughs> one of the things I want to have you on, you have a college degree, right? Yes. I have a couple. <laughs> yeah. So like, how did you go from like, like go from like, can you tell me like your journey between like college into where you're at now? That's just like, I was like, oh, that's actually kind of cool. Oh, I mean, they're separated by almost a decade of time. Um, well, not like, you know, yeah. just like, just like, go, like, no, summarize but, it. but yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so I have a degree in marketing and advertising, a minor in psychology and sociology. Um, I worked for a couple of companies and, you know, I did the nine to five and, you know, the two days off, one during the week, one on the weekend. And I didn't have time to enjoy life. I didn't have time to live life. I just was kind of existing, going through the motions of living life just to pay bills and be unhappy. And um, it wasn't for me. And I'm a bit of a, I'm a lot of a workaholic, I'm a self-starter. 
um, and I have these degrees and I didn't like using them for companies and organizations that did not give a flying about, you know, any of the people that worked for them or who were consuming their products. So for me, it just, it didn't jive with me. So I did some soul searching. I wanted to go um, help people. I wanted to make people happy. So I was going to go to the Peace Corps actually. And I was 10 days before I was supposed to leave to the Peace Corps when uh, I was, I was supposed to go to Wuhan, China in July of 2019. And they rescinded my invitation 10 days before I was supposed to leave. So at this point, I've already taken a sabbatical from um, further schooling that I was doing, further education that I was, I was, um, I, I was going for at the time. I had taken, uh, I trained and replaced myself at, at both jobs. And I kind of, you know, I was like, well, what do I do now? Um, and something that had, I had started picking up right before I left, a couple months before I left, I figured, hmm, what do I want to do before I go to one of the most prude countries on the planet? I want to go and enjoy my sexual side a little bit. So I PA'd or personal assisted for a content creator in Miami where I learned the ins and out of the industry or like the basic of it. And um, I fell in love with it there. I hear was a way that I could embrace my sexuality and my sensuality, which is something that I had always really coveted. And no one really knew about that about me. Like I would study different cultures and what they found appealing and attractive. And it, I just was fascinated with the art of seduction. And um, I was able to take that sensuality and my degree in marketing and advertising and apply my psych and sos to it. Yeah, you know, I was in heaven. I was so happy. And, and it's been like that ever since. It's, it was a match made in, in orgasmic heaven. That's dope. So was it like before like you um was there anybody like in the industry that you like looked up to, to like okay cool I wanted to just like start off like I want to try this because of them or it was just like how, how um, did that go Sorry I'm like a cat I move around a lot Um so I honestly there were so many of them I had been a huge fan of porn getting into the industry um there were so many people I looked up to and people that I wanted to shoot with like Johnny Sins and Luna Starr, who's someone I still look up to, Rachel Cavalli, who's become a good friend, um, you know, some of these women and some of these men and directors too. So like there were companies that I looked up to for, you know, their pioneering of a specific genre or type of film for the way that they changed the industry for their directors that they had. Um, and for the cin cinematic portion, you know, the acting, the storyline and the cinematography, I was already a fan of all of this going into the industry. So it's beautiful to kind of see how it's created, how the sausage is made, if you know what I, I mean. Yeah, <laughs> I just, uh, I've been noticing, like, it seems like if there's more freedom in the industry, there's more like people like kind of like just doing their own route with it. Um, I want to know like what your thoughts about that is like, do you like rather create your own content, like on the, just doing your own thing or would you rather have like a big production? So I started off with content creation and I was, I am one of the few people to make that segue into mainstream. I'm so fortunate for that. Um, I still haven't lost my content roots. And in fact, I'm taking what I've learned and witnessed from, you know, company shoots, you know, the lighting, the, the directors, even down to some of the talent that they're using. And I'm employing them in my own productions starting next week. Actually, I have two scenes that I'll be shooting for my own production company. 
for myself with the director and all of that. So I'm taking everything that I've learned um, from content creation and from, you know, just starting in the industry and I am applying it to my future endeavors and projects, which I think is really what it's all about, <laughs> you know? So, so what are like so you'll be able to see that professionalism, but still like stuff that I created from my own mind with my own darkest fantasies. So what are like some of the biggest um, misconceptions people have like on um, like porn stars? Um, we don't just lie on our backs. Um, a lot of us do have brain stems. We're all very, a lot of us are very highly well educated and well-spoken. Um, you have to be a savvy businesswoman to survive this industry. You have to be mentally and physically strong. We are sexual athletes and, um, yeah, uh, a lot of us are not as easy to get into, if you know what I mean. It's hard to sleep with us. It's not necessarily, if we dodge dick daily, you know, from all directions and vagina for that matter, every single day, what makes you think we want yours? Like, so, you know, like I've had friends, for example, from back home that I've had to check them really quick when they're like, I don't know how comfortable I feel with you in the same room as my husband. You mean the same person that a month ago I was hanging out with and you had no problem with, but all of a sudden now that I do this, you think I want him when I have access to like J-Mac or like Prince Yeshua? Like what? Where does that make sense? Where does that make sense? Make it make sense for me, please. So little things like that. We're not all sluts. We're not all whores. We are highly educated. We take care of our bodies. Um, we take care of our bodies. We take care of our, our minds and spirits, a lot of us. And uh, so I think those are kind of some of the generalizations I'd have them. Oh, and this big one. I chose to do this as a profession. That's a big one. I chose, to, I had many other options. I could have gone back to marketing. I could have gone back to public relations or branding. I could have gone back to working for myself. I could have opened my own other businesses. I chose to be an adult, to be in porn because I like it. It's not a last alternative, a last ditch effort. And oh my God. And she had nothing else to do. She, she had no other skills. No, I have many skills. I have many hobbies, but I choose to do this because this is where I belong and what I like to do. No, cause I, that's why I really want to have you on. Cause like, yo, like if you did like a resume, like you look better than most people, like, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, oh, that's kind of like, interesting. like, <laughs> honestly, like Thank I, you. I, went to, I went to college for like a year. So I was like, yo, I didn't really, I don't have a crazy resume, but if you did like a resume, like, I was like, oh, she would get like hella jobs. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> no, I've worked this. for some, I appreciate that. I've worked for a lot of companies. I've, I've done a lot of stuff. I've worn a lot of hats, but you know, and, and it's a learning experience with each one. And I'm glad and happy that I can take the, the lessons I've learned from that and apply it to the other things that I do. But at the same time, it's all about growth. I'm always going to apply what I've learned from the previous step or, or segment of my life. So it's only going to get so, better. <laughs> how, how do like fans <laughs> come up to you? Can I see like some videos? I think it was a video I saw. Like somebody approached Abella, Abella like rudely. And I was like, yo, like at the end of the day, like, everybody's all human beings. Like I, I'm surprised she didn't pop them or whatever, but I was like, how do like fans like come up to you? I know like some people just in their head, like, oh, she's a da-da-da-da-da, whole slap, da-da-da-da, I can get with her, like you were just saying and stuff like that. So how do you like, how right. do you handle like that stuff? Right, so I've had some, you know, horror stories, but I've also had some great experiences. Um, for the most part, I don't mind if fans come up to me and, and talk to me at all. 
Um, I might be a little awkward at first. Like, I don't know where you know me from. I don't know where I know you from, but you know, come up and talk to me. It's much better than staring at me from across the room and then taking your phone and doing one of these. And then if I wasn't sure doing this on top of it, where I am, you know, there are things that, you know, so, um, you know, I, the only thing I ask is if I'm with people that look like my family or they could be my family, just please leave me alone. But other than that, yeah, come up and talk to me, have a good time, take a picture. You know, I don't, I don't really mind. Um, I usually don't wear a lot of makeup, so, you know, you'll have to deal with that. But for the most part, I like to be approachable as long as you're respectful. Oh, the one other thing. And I think this is kind of baseline for all performers, please under no circumstances, do not grab or touch us without asking for our permission. And if you ask to put your hands on our butts, that doesn't mean that you finger us because I've had someone do that. And then like, I know that was his intention because the first thing he did afterwards was this. And that was really gross. Yeah. I saw it was like that. Like somebody grabbed her shoulder or something. I was like, yo, like, I was like, I'm surprised. Like, no, you like, didn't get yeah, why would you... like, like you couldn't just go right. up to anybody. You might get punched in the face. <laughs> like, you know what I'm, I'm surprised like, she doesn't go around with, with like security all day, every day. I mean, like I've been out with Sarah J and we were having dinner and, you know, a fan was like, I know you right over our plates of food. And we're like, COVID, <laughs> like, please, thank you over there you know like you know there there's our time there are times and places if we're sitting down to the meal maybe don't sit in the booth with us while we're trying to eat like maybe wait until you see us you know paying the bill and be hey really quick just before you leave it you know big fan just want to say hi and and take a picture with you cool not a problem awesome let's do it you know um but you know there there are times and places and just always with respect just always with decency and respect um there's like I, I think I saw like an interview before like somebody was talking about like they're on set and they had to do some tricks or something I forgot what it was oh my goodness I wasn't thinking about it but they had uh, I forgot who the girl was but she had like her period so they had to do some like um tricks or something like can you talk like can you talk about like some of the tricks you guys have to do like while being on set okay. I, like, I don't even I didn't even know like that was even that thing. so so um if if you have your period I think this is what you're talking about if you have your period, you get your period on set. Um, what we mostly use is a makeup sponge. Um, so I'm, I have a makeup sponge here from doing my makeup earlier. Um, so it's basically like a triangle thing like this. Obviously, this has makeup on it. So you would get a clean one. Um, and you're going to stick the fat end, the obtuse end, in with the pointed part, face it down. Um, and that will be what we use to kind of plug up and soak up the feminine fluid. Um, I apologize. I received a call. I'm sorry about that. Um, The feminine fluid that, that gets absorbed. And, um, you know, after the scene, if you find it difficult to uh, get the sponge out, because this does feel like the material that's inside your vagina, once it's wet, um, what ends up happening or the best thing that you can do is to douche with some water to bring it down and, and remove it. Oh, that's, yeah, I mean, I was like, oh, is there any, like, other crazy things, like, people wouldn't know you guys would have to do, like, on a set? Like, on a set? Like, crazy things that, I mean, like, crazy things have happened on a set, um, but that we have to do, I don't think, like, anything comes down to, like, have to. It's It depends on how comfortable the talent is. I don't, I've never come into a situation where I was uncomfortable. Um, maybe, maybe one time I was shooting some content, and a girl threw up on a dick. And, um, 
but she kind of mentally prepared me for it. She kind of let me know that this, this director was really into some, some uh, heavy stuff. So, um, you know, and she was downing a, po- a bag of kettle corn popcorn, which, you know, just was really sweet. So I kind of took that as the, as the cue of like, okay, so this is where we're at. This is what we're doing. He, the director literally looked over at me. He's like, you're tired unless you want to cut. And I kind of was like, no, I'm going to go for it. And I just went for it. Um, so there are little mishaps like that, that happen. Um, you know, I think what most people don't understand is that porn sex and actual sex are very different things. Um, so the positionings are oftentimes not um, as comfortable as people would expect. And a lot of the times the guy is not necessarily stroking all the way in so that you can see the penetration. Cause if he's going all the way in, his hip is going to be faced towards the camera and you're not going to see the penetration. So there are things like that positioning and stuff that I think people get a little off sometimes. So how would you like describe, like say if you're going to set like set today, like how would your day be like, like, what do you like wake up and do? Do you have like a routine? Um, do you have like a certain like playlist you listen to or? On days that I'm, that I'm going to set or just like regular days? Uh, just the day you're going on set. So a day that I'm going on set, usually my, my call time is in the morning. So I'll, I'll wake up, I'll take a shower, I'll shave, I'll douche, I'll do all the pretty things that make me feel pretty. Um, there'll be no makeup. There'll be no hair done. Cause, uh, usually they do it on set. Um, I go pretty comfy usually to my sets, very comfortable. So that way afterwards I feel comfortable. Um, I have a bag already packed usually two, one to two nights before if I have the script so I can kind of already gauge what I'm bringing. Um, I have, I kind of gotten to a point where you get to a point where you kind of have it on, on go already. You already have a go bag of like, these are the basic things I would need. Just drop it in there. Uh, this is a toiletry bag. It has everything that I would need for that. Drop that in there. Um, this is anal. Make sure I bring an enema, make sure I bring some douches, make sure I bring, you know, the things I need, some wipes, things like that. Uh, show up to set, make sure I'm very hydrated, complete the scene. Um, maybe grab a bite afterwards or go home and have a bite to eat. Um, I don't eat before a scene. That's I, I usually fast every day anyways till about 4 p.m. Eastern time, but um, or even later sometimes. But uh, for set, I, I don't eat, especially if it's an anal, I don't eat before. So it, it's it's a good long while before I get to have something in my system other than cum or pussy juice. So <laughs> how long is like how long does it usually take to like shoot a scene? Depends on the company and it depends on on. Uh, what they're what's being asked like I've I've had scenes where we're in the pool um you know they'll take a certain amount of time because you need certain shots I've had scenes that had to do with uh public pickup like being on the beach or whatever we had to wait for a plane or the cloud to pass or you know some people were walking along the beach and decided to mosey on by because they see us recording and they want to be nosy so um you know things like that will take a longer for a set uh average time I'd say four to six hours but for me, lately, it's been more like four hours flat, which is pretty good because most directors, from what I hear, tell me that there it takes four to six hours for your average set. Then again, I do know of companies that take 12 to 16 hour sets because of all the pictures and then touch-ups and more pictures and then touch-ups and then still shots of the penetration in every position, then touch-ups. So I, I get that. They need to get their advertisement shots in. And those are really important to me as well. 
Uh, what would be your like dream scene? Like, if you could go like anywhere on a place, or, like anywhere on the planet, like where would you like want to go and shoot at? And oh, who for would location. You shoot with? Yeah, like location. Like, is there any like a certain place you want to go? Like, yo, I wish I could like fly I, here probably, and shoot. I'll probably go somewhere um, in the jungles of Cambodia or like somewhere in Asia. I know right now, risky, but somewhere like that or or even Africa, somewhere exotic like that. Um, and I would want the most insane over the mouth gangbang ever. We're talking the great Johnny Sins. We're talking, I mean, like I want the greats. I want all of the best of the best of the best there. Just running through me, throwing me like a little rag doll for their pleasure. And then I want them to come all over me, all over me. I'm going to be dripping. <laughs> That, well, that, that I'm fantasizing like crazy, about it right now that sounds like a crazy scene <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, how's like the <laughs> testing like I heard like you guys have to test like a lot like and- we test we test very frequently um a lot a lot actually we test minimum is every 14 days and to be honest to be very very honest if I know that I have a, a very what I call a hot week meaning or a hot few days where I shoot with a lot of people in a row because it's a uh content event or it's a um convention or it's avns it's whatever i'm gonna go get retested even if it's within two days of my last test i don't care because knowing my status is absolutely everything and i know that when a lot of people are not in the industry they don't pay attention to it before i got into the industry i thought i was pretty good at it i thought that you know if i got tested before and after every new partner i was doing my job plus the once or twice a year i thought i was doing a good job of it but no, it's every two weeks and that's already pushing it. If you have a, what I, again, what I call a hot week. So um, I get tested. And then for COVID we are tested within 24 hours of every shoot. So um, I require the same thing on my sets. If you're coming to work for me and I'm paying you, you got to be COVID tested for everyone there. I need model release forms. I need um, all of that. I need your IDs, all of the same things apply. So I try and t- uh, treat everything, including content scenes, with the same kind of professionalism. I, I have like, a responsibility to, to the people I work with and their families. Yeah. A lot of these people have wives, kids, spouses, um, families, their brothers, uncles, nephews, their dads. They, you know, they've got grandparents that live with them. You know? So I have a responsibility to not just myself and my people at my table, but their people, the people that I'm working with. You know, I don't ever want to be the reason why you know, I work with somebody and then their, their child, their young child gets sick. I couldn't, I wouldn't be, I would be so distraught with myself. I take it very serious. Uh, which one do you enjoy more? Like, um, like shooting for your production company or going to like, they like say like another, like shooting for like another, you know what I'm trying to say? Like going to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so like shooting for yourself is, is always something a little different, but for me, since shooting for companies is still so new and fresh. It's still very fun for me. And I, I love um, getting all these roles that I wouldn't necessarily think of for myself. Like I don't necessarily consider myself a MILF. So even though I know I fall into the MILF category, I wouldn't necessarily give myself that role. So having to be, my point is being able to act in different roles that I wouldn't necessarily give myself is I'm like a child as far as like my, my wanderment of, of things. Like I will sit there and watch cartoons all day and be fine with it. Um, so, you know, my energy is very youthful is what I mean. And so to see myself get roles that I wouldn't necessarily 
categorize myself in and be like, hmm, I wonder how, how I would play this. How would I, oh, sign, you know, like how would I get that uh, reaction? Um, I love that. I love being able to challenge myself creatively. So working for the companies is still my favorite. That's good. That's good. I have some fan questions. Can I tell uh, uh, told everybody that I was going to interview? Um, let me see where they I, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot to say the. I forgot. I forgot. I really forgot the names of the people I took the questions. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just like I Sad put down back. You just saw yeah, everything. I, went... I just. I just. Yeah. I'm, I'm so I really. I don't know why I did that, but I had the questions okay. though. <laughs> As somebody asks, is who are your top five porn stars of all time? Oh, oh my gosh. I can't, I can't name them all. Um, of all time is kind of hard. There's Sarah J is definitely in them. Pinky is definitely one of them. Misty Stone. Um, that's so many. That's hard to just pick a few. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start going to like my current roster of people. Luna Star is definitely up there. I love that girl. I love her with everything I have. She has always been there for me. Um, and Rachel Cavalli, because I love both of them. They're just, they're, they're my rocks. Whenever I have a question about the industry and I don't know what to do, I ask them. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's a good list. That's a good list. Um, who is somebody you always wanted to work with that you haven't yet? Oh, uh, Snap Judgment, Johnny Sins, uh, Darko. Um, there's so many people. There's so many directors and, and companies that I still want to work with. But I'm going to say Johnny Sins right now because I just found out that he follows me. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, a, it's a thing. It's a thing. It's, it's kind of like when you find out some, one of your role models knows who you yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Name, yeah. Like, oh. <gasps> No, like Rihanna follows my business account, and I was like, I still talk about it every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, when I saw yeah, Snoop Dogg first start following me, I was like, the dog no, it's like, me. yo, <laughs> it's crazy. Like, you listen to these people, you see these people your entire life, and then now it's like, oh, they know who I am. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's a great it's, feeling. It's it's surreal. So like, he's on my hit list coming up. <laughs> you guys, you guys are working with each other anytime soon. I haven't made any contact with him. I just found out last night that he follows me. So I, the next time that I go out to Vegas and I have actual legit dates and plans to go to Vegas is when I'll go ahead and reach out to him. Cause I don't want to reach out to anyone and be like, yeah, I'd love to work with you. Sure. When? Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> let me hit you up in a couple you know? of <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So I was just out in Vegas. I didn't know he was there and I was only there for like three days. So next trip, I'm definitely, I got some sinning to do. Uh, the next question is, what is your favorite um, porn show awards? Where? Uh, like, wh- where's which your one? favorite, like, uh, what's your favorite, like, which award one? show? Uh, that's what they're asking. Oh, that's such a hard, I enjoy, that's a hard one. And that's what she said. Um, <laughs> uh, AVNs or XBiz awards, either one of those is great. Because you get a, uh, a mixture, avians, you get a mixture of fans and industry and expos, you get like heavy industry, but you learn so much and you network so much. So I'd say either one. Uh, oh, Exoticas are great too. I can't make up my mind about that. <laughs> Exoticas are fun. Exoticas is like seeing, Exotica for me is like seeing all of my content creator families. And like, so that's fun too. I love them all. I can't pick. And if you know me at all, you know that one is never enough. 
Yeah. You can't have <laughs> just one. <laughs> Somebody asked, uh, what is something you want to accomplish before your career is all said and done? I want to create a lifestyle brand, not just be a porn star, but I want to um, encourage people to live their healthiest, best life. And however that lifestyle is, um, I'm going to encourage it in the ways that I feel most comfortable with. And that's with certain types of exercise, like yoga and meditation, things like that, jogging. So, you know, maybe starting a fitness line of some sort or also starting my own company. Like there are a lot of different things I want to do, my own merchandise. Um, but I'd say within the industry, I want to create several brands within the Clutch brand, the Carmela Clutch brand within that family. Um, ultimately, it's about creating a, a community and a work environment where I can change the things that I don't necessarily agree with in mainstream porn, but without taking away from what they what they present and what they do because they hold a lot of value too i just would like to see more people who look like the people i knew growing up you know on the screen and being sexy because hey we're fucking sexy too you know would, i'd like to create you ever... a culture no, no, my bad my bad sorry <laughs> go ahead a, a culture where rates are fair and even regardless of uh background or gender um i'd like to create a place where people feel comfortable and at ease to shoot would you ever go on, like on a speaking tour? You know how people go on the tours, like they go like talk about it and like the experience and everything. Would you ever do that? I, think I that would be definitely, dope. I definitely would do it. I mean, at the end of the day, when I retire, I would love to have some kind of podcast thing where I do my own interviews and I'm kind of like um, Dr. Ruth. Do you guys remember Dr. Ruth? I'm showing my age here. Dr. Ruth. Yeah. But- yeah. So like giving sex talk advice, things like that. I'd love to do that. I do it already on spaces. I've been doing it for years with my friends off camera, like before I even got in the industry. So, um, you know, I, I don't know everything, but I have a lot of uh, tools and resources at my disposal. So why not use that? Of course I would. I, I love traveling and I love talking about sex. Of course I would. <laughs> okay. I'm, uh, my, my bad. I'm looking at this message. A girl no, no, you're every- good. You're good. No, I'm trying to cut. I did it and like people like DM me. So now I'm like, all right, let me go find her. The girl named Ellie <laughs> wants to know, um, she's very interested in like joining an industry and she wants to know uh, what are like some pros and cons in the industry before she. Ooh, do your research, do your research, um, know your worth, know that this is the only industry where it's still okay to pay someone differently based a different rate based on their age, race, gender, um, even color of their skin. Also understand that this is work. This is not just taking some pictures in the mirror and thinking you're cute. We have to train our bodies and our minds to go through things that most people don't go through. Um, and it's not just sex. You're going to be acting out, <coughs> pardon me, a lot of these scenes, you're acting out mostly taboo things. So if you're easily triggered by your own monsters of your past, I understand, but that's not the place to, this is not the place to work them out. So um, I say to everyone to join with caution, because I know a lot of girls that have experienced things in their lives that while on set, it triggered them and they're no longer able to continue performing or, you know, it kind of messed with them for a little while, threw them off. Um, Also understand that you have to train your body like an athlete, you know, you're going to be hitting the gym every day, you're going to be 
watching what you eat. You're going to be like stopping eating and fasting for a certain amount of time. You're going to be stretching your asshole to the point where it hurts or tears. Um, you know, you're going to be working. I work it as much now, if not more than I worked when I worked a 90 hour a week job because the internet doesn't sleep, baby. And neither do your fans. I've had fans join my only fans and with thousands of uh, videos of content and thousands of hours of content, they've gone through it in a weekend. I don't know how their dick is still attached to their body, but they've gone through it in a weekend and they want more. And so do your research, understand that this is a full-time job and it's a serious business. This is not because you want to have good sex or because you want to explore your sexual side. That's what swingers clubs are for. That's what lifestyle clubs are for. This is about business. No one's here to coddle you. No one's here to hold your hand through this. No one's going to help. No, most people are not going to help you through this. And in order to get money, you're going to need to invest your money. So this lighting, the makeup, the clothing, the workout gear that's behind me, um, the, the studio or the apartment or, or house that you live in, all, all of this starts becoming, well, can I film there? Can I shoot in it? Can I wear this when I go and shoot? Can I do this? Can I do that? You know, you start making all of your decisions based on whether or not can you use it with the industry. So unless you're ready to make this your workaholic dream come true, it's going to be a nightmare. Well, that was beautiful. It's not. Was, well, you low key just like um, answered my last question I had for you. So I was like, okay, never mind. I had it. Oh, really? I was going to ask, like, what advice do you have for somebody who want to um, do like join the industry, but you you got it all clear. Do your research, get tested, <laughs> get tested, talent testing, go for it, TTS testing. Okay, so about talent testing, this is, I, I just want to touch on this, please. Talent testing is so crucial. The reason why we go to talent testing is so that way, if I need to look up somebody's information or they need to show me their tests, it's to a standard that I understand, I see and understand because it's the same one as mine. If a, if a director needs to look up and see, oh, is Carmela available to shoot? Well, let me see if she's tested. Oh, she is tested. I mean, she needs a COVID test, but we can make sure she gets that. Let's, let's schedule her on the thing. They're not going to do that if they don't see that you're tested. Talent testing is everything. And if there isn't a talent testing or a uh, CET testing near you, which for the life of me, I cannot remember what it's, what it's called right now. So I'm sorry, forgive me for that. Um, then go to their website, call them up and ask them, where can I go get tested? They will send you to a location that works with them, that will send them your results so that they can upload your results to the same database that we all are using. Without that, this would be crazy. This would be insane trying to work in this. That is the biggest thing is handle testing, do your research. Drink water. <laughs> well, Drink water. So it's good for you. I Thank you so much. I appreciate you coming on. Um, no problem. I learned Thank something you so much today. I hope everybody learned something today and I appreciate it. Hope Thank you, you have so a much great for rest of the me. week too. Thank you. Thank you for the it. questions. No appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for your questions. Thank you for watching. Bye. Love you guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>